I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World. It's a local oil spill in Arkansas, but it's got international implications. To begin with, the oil that burst out of a pipeline last Friday in rural Mayflower, Arkansas, came from Canada. It's very similar to the stuff that the much-debated Keystone XL pipeline would carry across the entire length of the Midwest. And the Arkansas spill has put Keystone backers on the defensive. David Sassoon is the publisher of Inside Climate News, which has been closely covering Keystone-related issues. David, tell us what happened in Mayflower, Arkansas, precisely last Friday and what the scene looks like today. Okay, I'll tell you what we know. Last Friday afternoon, a pipeline burst and uh, sent an unknown amount of oil. Estimates range from something like 80,000 gallons to possibly as high as 400,000 gallons. There's been a cleanup effort underway, and uh, they say they stopped the oil from entering a recreational lake there. We do know that the oil has entered a creek. The problem, though, is that there's very little information coming out. And Exxon is running the show. And why is that? Is this their oil? It is their oil. It is their pipeline. What's supposed to happen, though, is uh, the unified command is supposed to be run by the EPA and other government agencies, but they're nowhere in sight. We have a reporter down there, Mm. uh, Lisa Song, who's been reporting on these issues for us for a long time. She is, as far as we know, the only national level media down there. Has she been able to get at what the source of this oil is exactly? Because we've heard reports that say it's similar to Canadian tar sands oil, but from a different part of Alberta. What do you know? They are saying it's from Wabasca. That's in Alberta. And the crude oil monitor lists the Wabasca oil as one of the diluted bitumens or dilbit. There are a whole number of varieties depending on how the bitumen, which is a sort of a peanut butter consistency, is diluted to allow it to flow through pipe. Uh, what are the complications posed by tar, sand, heavy crude oil? Is it a different cleanup operation than, say, you know, the Deepwater Horizon sludge that came up on the shores of the Gulf of Mexico? Very much so. Uh, we were in Kalamazoo, where there was a million-gallon oil spill in 2010 of Dilbit. And what happens is the lighter hydrocarbons with which it's mixed evaporate and the heavy bitumen sinks to the bottom and there is still sludge on the bottom of the Kalamazoo River three years later. And there are really no cleanup methods that work well. So as I indicated earlier, uh, opponents of the Keystone XL pipeline are jumping on the spill in Arkansas as an example of why that pipeline should not be built. And President Obama slated to make the final call on Keystone. Is this spill likely to affect that decision? Well, it should. It enlarges the conversation. It all depends how much information comes out of there. So in the meantime, I understand one Alberta official said that spill actually makes the case for newer and better pipelines. Well, I think you're seeing uh, both sides spinning this. I mean, uh, the pipeline down there was 70 years old. One side is using that as an argument that we need new pipelines. But let's remember, the new pipeline is going to be 10 times the size. Mm. And it is cutting through all kinds of waterways. And I think the big question that the country has to answer is, do we want to make an investment that will last another 50 years in uh, this kind of infrastructure?
It's an energy and a climate change question. Nobody has faced it squarely in the political process yet. And so that's the decision that is on the table for the president. David Sassoon, publisher of Inside Climate News there.